Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Write With Influence, where I share my persuasive writing and messaging techniques for making more sales in your business. Today I'm talking about the importance of context when it comes to copywriting. Without the proper context, your offer might be ignored, misunderstood or even unwelcome to your target market. So let's start with a story. One day, my mum receives a phone call. It was a lady asking if my mum would be open to fostering two young brothers. My mum had recently registered her interest in being a foster parent to children who may need a temporary place to stay. So my mum said, yeah, absolutely interested. And the lady explained that now because they're brothers, ideally she'd like to keep them together, which my mum fully understood and said that that would be fine. There's just a few things you need to know, the lady said. They can be a bit of a handful. Now, My mum had spent years working with young children with a range of learning and behavioural needs, so this didn't really faze her, but she obviously asked the lady if she could tell her more. Well, they can be a bit rambunctious, they're very lively, lots of energy, and they do like to climb on furniture, and sometimes they can get on top of tables and worktops. Okay, thought my mum, I'll keep an eye on them. And the lady continued... You know, they also have this habit of, of stealing food. Um, if it's out or, or if it's uncovered, we have had people turn their backs and, and their entire dinner has disappeared. And my mum just really felt for these two boys, wondering what they could have possibly been through that made them so desperate for food and needing to steal it. But then the lady continued and said, also, you must never let them go outside unless you've got a very, very tight hold of them because they will run away and, and they won't come back. And and finally, this is the, okay, this is a little bit strange. Please remember to lock any doors to rooms with electrical equipment because we have had them in the past sneak behind the TV and chew through all of the cables and they will definitely chew through shoes and slippers. At this point, my mum wavered. It sounded like these two little boys may just be too much for her to handle after all. But then she stopped and she realised what might have happened. Sorry, where are you calling from again? The Greyhound and Lurcher Rescue Centre. You registered as a foster parent. And then everything clicked into place. In addition to mum registering her interest to be a foster parent to children, she'd also done the same to foster lurchers, greyhounds and whippets that needed temporary homes. The lady had forgotten to mention this fact that she was calling from the lurcher and greyhound rescue centre when she started her phone call. She simply said, we have you down as uh, interested to be a foster parent. So the lady on the phone had two very young whippets that needed somewhere to stay. Without the right context, the behaviour of the two brothers was becoming harder and harder to understand. Now, my mum did take them in. Yes, they did steal food, they chewed shoes, they jumped upon the dining room table, and they were an absolute delight. So how can you test your copy to make sure that it has the right context? Here are just two questions that will stop you from making some big mistakes. First of all, what have they seen before your marketing message that you're sending out to them? And two, honestly, is it a good match, whatever it is that you're sending them, to what you know your customer is interested in? So first of all, what have they seen before and does your current marketing message make sense? This is easiest to explain with an example of sending out an email offer. So just because someone is on your list 
does not mean they are waiting with bated breath for your next email. You should be letting people know when you are emailing them, why you're emailing them, why you are sending them in particular this communication. Now, a good practice is to tell readers uh, that, you know, you are getting this email from me because you subscribe to my newsletter or you sign up for this webinar and we have some relevant information to follow on from that. Unfortunately, I do see some marketers do this really badly. So I have had emails in the past that I have no idea why I'm getting. But the tiny print will say, you're getting this marketing subscription because you came to one of our events or one of our partner's events, or you once walked past a pub that was next to an event that we were having. You get the picture. Don't do this. Make sure there is a sensible continuation of the conversation. If you haven't emailed them before, explain why you're emailing them now. And if you haven't emailed in a while, make sure it still makes sense for you to turn up in their inbox. Hello? Let's do it. Let's go on that cruise. Jim? I've got the tickets. Is that you? Jim, gosh, it's been seven years. Seven years since you and I dated. And remember you wanted to go on the river cruise down the Danube? And I said no, because I was busy. Well, I'm not busy anymore. Pack your bags. It's a bit out of the blue. Not really. I've been thinking about this every day for the last seven years. Okay, that's a bit odd. I mean... It's out of the blue for me. I haven't seen you in a long time. I'm married now. I have a dog. I'm not going with you on this cruise. Wow. I was not expecting that. Talk about playing with someone's emotions. Make sure your marketing makes sense when it's pieced together for the customer. If you have an email that goes to a landing page, that goes to a thank you page, Even though you may write those pieces individually and you may write them at separate times, they have to make sense as a whole as the customer passes through them. The next way to make sure your marketing has strong context to your customer is to ask yourself whether the right people are getting the right message from you. Now, if someone decides to opt into a list, there are some assumptions you can make about their interests. And yes, you can use that for future offers. For example, someone who signs up to get marketing information related to their pet's health may be interested in hearing about pet insurance or new brands of pet food. But bad marketing tends to make a much more tenuous link between what they know the customer is interested in and what they try and sell them. A company that doesn't do bad marketing but does this thinking really well in terms of thinking laterally about what's relevant to a customer is uh, a company called Zalando. So recently I watched a talk by a panel of gentlemen that work for Zalando and it is an online platform that offers fashion and lifestyle product to more than 17 European countries. They have hundreds of thousands of products and they use sophisticated machine learning to help pair customers with the right products. So someone looking at a red pair of shoes, for example, might not just be shown other shoes, but other items in that specific red or other items that match the season or the sort of general style of those original shoes. This is a really good example of cross-selling to your audience, but there is some bad marketing out there that takes a scant piece of information about someone and designs a whole marketing campaign around it. For example, as part of my online presence, I have a blog, but just because I have a blog 
doesn't mean I wanted the unsolicited email I got selling five high quality blog posts for only $249, even if they did only have 25 of these deals available. $249 for five posts, $49.80 for a blog post. Well, with that kind of offer and that kind of marketing, I'm going to guess that like my last online dating experience, this is not only a completely mismatched offer, but probably also much lower quality than expected. Oh, you're already here. I thought I was early. You are. I'm earlier. You ordered wine. The dating agency said you liked wine. Love it. This is my second bottle. It's definitely going to help make you more interesting. Oh, Hemingway. No, I think it's a Malbec. Right. They said you worked in online marketing. Well, I... Do you have a yacht? No. All those online marketing people have yachts. I don't have a yacht. Can you get a yacht? Probably not by this evening. Disappointing. I work in communication. The agency said you worked in the communication department of your company. You know those private parking firms that overcharge and have stealthy inspectors to slam you with extortionate fines? Yes. I work in their appeals department. Lots of communication needed there. Helping people appeal? <laughs> Shutting them down. Oh, you were an inch over the line. Boom, £50. Two minutes late while you visited your sick relative. Bang, £80 reduced to £50 if you pay within five days. I love it. The banter, the lingual dexterity you need to combat every whine, moan, cry for mercy. I tell you, you haven't lived until you've made a pensioner cry before breakfast. Oh? I can see you're impressed. I think the agency got it right this time. We're going to get on famously. Especially if you can get that yacht. Well, that finishes today's episode. So remember, when it comes to copy, your customers will actually enjoy. Context is everything. Don't forget, if you have a copy question you want answering, drop me a line at hello at writewithinfluence.com or leave a comment on the podcast page over at writewithinfluence.com. Till next time. <laughs>